Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Powered Services Podcast. It's going to be a fun one. Will, I, uh, I think we're in. Our guest is going to give us a run for our money today. I just got... I've, uh... Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one all day, Dan. Yeah, me too. It's this one's uh, no. I looking forward to this. Will, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about fishing. Um, you know, you, you can't turn around without hearing something about fishing. And uh, it's like on ice shanty mind. fishing? Uh, no, no ice shanty fishing. Oh, uh, email fishing. Got it. You know, fishing attacks that way. So, um, you know, if you think about the subject for me, and I know it's the same for you, uh, Dan, you automatically think about. Uh, our coworker Miles Walker, who we've uh, asked to join us today, and he's graciously accepted. Miles is the channel development manager for Graphis here at the uh, at the Casea plant. So, wanted to uh, to introduce Miles. Thanks for for, for coming, and it's, uh, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. It's uh, great to see you, Dan. Well, we've chatted a few times recently. Good to uh, be back. Yeah, we're excited to have you on here. You know, we we know fishing is a hot topic, and it's something we hear. I mean, look. Well, we've talked about it like a hundred plus MSPs a week, um, you know, through our program. And we're always talking about email security. Uh, It's something that is never going away. So uh, it's only going to continue to get worse. And, you know, I think this is a great topic to talk about what we're seeing and hearing in the space. So uh, we're we're really glad you're with us. Well, thanks so much. I I actually just thought of this over the past couple of days. I was actually born in a small town in southern england in a place called cornwall and uh basically your only options i know dan's going what are you talking about but the only <laughs> options when you were uh, graduated high school or your a levels was to become a fisherman or work uh in the mines and my parents moved me to canada so that i wouldn't uh, get into the fishing world and now uh we'll go with 20 years later <laughs> i'm uh, now working in fishing so there you go full circle event there you go yeah love the story Hey, um, tell us what you're seeing, Miles. I know you're you're talking about this stuff. You're dealing with this stuff. You're presenting about fishing um, every single day. It's kind of your your bread and butter and what you're doing. What are you seeing yeah. in the space? What's going on? Well, I don't know if you guys heard the news today. Uh, I'm not sure if it came out last night or this morning, but um, one of the biggest um, ransomware companies, if you can call them companies, um, in in the world was basically taken down in the last 48 hours. So that's probably the biggest news. I'm going to be doing a video on it this week. Um, you probably heard of R Evil or Re- Revel. Um, there's many right. different names about what they go by, but uh, the uh, the Russians, the Ukrainians, and supposedly uh, an American team took them down in Russia this past week. So uh, that is probably the biggest news because they've been uh, causing trouble all over the space for for several years now. So that's one of the big ones that I wanted to uh, mention if you hadn't heard about it. I, I did see it in my newsfeed. Um, and it's noteworthy, but you know, the, the thought that comes to my mind immediately is, should I feel better or is there going to be a void and somebody's going to get sucked up in and feel the, uh, feel the need immediately? Well, yeah, that, that, that's the big question. I mean, yeah. I know when they mentioned that, uh, the Russian, I think it's the FSB, which is the, uh, the kind of the, the, the CIA of Russia, uh, took them down. 
And I thought, great, now they're going to actually have to, uh, you know, deal with what they've done to all these people and all these businesses over the years. But of course, they're not going to be extradited to America or outside of Russia. So we don't actually know yet if this is actually meaning that something's going to happen to them or they're just going to, you know, pop up again in a, in another form. What what other thing? I mean, obviously, those are some of the big ones. You had a video, I think it was like a week or two ago. Wasn't there another big phishing attack that, that came through with like a, was it an education or a movie system? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. You had, I remember seeing your video, but like, what was that one of the ones you were just talking about? So, so that was a, that was a company called Final Sight. That was one of the largest education uh, kind of platforms. Um, I think they deal with about 10,000 different schools across the globe. And uh, Final Sight was hacked. Um, we're still actually learning about what actually happened with the hack. But basically, education um, institutes over 100 different countries all around the world use this platform to communicate with teachers, um, to, to communicate with children. And they had a huge hack. And I did a, yeah, you're right. I did a Saved by the Bell themed uh, yeah. video, which was pretty silly. But what's not silly is what happened because education is now in the top five uh, of sectors that is getting hacked right now. And what I find so crazy, you know, having a girlfriend who's a teacher, um, she tells me that um, I asked her about, you know, are you guys getting hacked at all? And she said, well, no, we haven't been hacked. But she has one tech guy for 12 schools. So that's about... 15,000 kids and about a thousand teachers and administrators. And they have one tech guy that protects all of them. So these hackers are going after the low hanging fruit these days. That's, that's a huge opportunity though. I think for MSPs that are listening, because you just hit the nail on the head with what's going on in like the, the school systems is like they have one guy and he's managing everything. So there's a huge opportunity for that. What, what the space knows mostly as co-managed, where you can go in, support that internal IT guy, and get the different programs. So like a fishing defense program that helps him, uh, who has to manage all of these different things. I think I'm hearing more and more stories like what you just said. As I get on calls with MSPs, and, and we sit there, Will I, is in the same boat, and we listen to the end users. Most of them say, I'm one person managing thousands of network devices. I can't do it all. And I'm looking to you know, extend my budget. And I think that's just a, a great opportunity um, you know, to, to be able to listen to those like nuggets of, you got to find that guy. Find that guy that's overwhelmed. Find that guy and, and demonstrate the value and how much time you can save him, money you can save him. Uh, and, and really be a great partner. So I think you hit a nugget that I just wanted to jump in on. I don't know, Will, if you even want to add anything onto that. Yeah, I mean, the other the other side of that is not uh, save time, save money. It may actually be just empower that person to yeah. actually do their job. You know, you start talking about that many people. Can you actually spread yourself that thin? And uh, number one, get the job done. Number two, be effective at it. So yeah. that's a great point. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Dan, you do you and Will talk to a lot more MSPs than I do. I mean, I talk to them when I'm out on the road. But I mean, I, I've heard stories. I had um, an event I did recently, and uh, the guy was from Buffalo. The MSP um, owner was from Buffalo, and he said they had five attacks in in a six weeks a six week period in Buffalo. And um, you know, obviously, um, one of the big attacks in 2020 at the end was the uh, huge attack on the Austin school board. So this is happening. It's happening at every school. I got a private school that's just down the street from me, and they had an attack, 
and they're not going after millions. I mean, the Austin attack was in the millions, but um, like the local private school, yeah. they got hit up for $16,000 and it's a private school. So, you know, they can weather that storm, but these are things that are happening. They're happening more and more. And, you know, lots of people think that, oh, well, it's an education system. Could I, could I as an MSP actually get into that? Cause it's part of the government. There's thousands of private schools out there that are hurting that need help as well. And I, Oh, go ahead, Will. I was going to say, just kind of bouncing off of that, this is a question we get a lot. What are those hot verticals? Obviously, it's education. Uh, and you mentioned like kind of a top five. What are some other hot verticals right now that are that are really under attack and their antennas are probably up? Uh, okay, well, uh, you're, you're, you're going to laugh when I tell you this one, Will, but tech is always up there. Okay. Yeah. So tech's always one. Um, uh, retail has been really popular. Um, restaurants have also been really popular. And I, I was shocked when I heard the restaurant one. And I've got a couple buddies who manage restaurants. And I'll be honest, they are not tech guys. So they get thrown into this role. Uh, one of my buddies is a GM of a local restaurant. And he he came, he got the job by being a great waiter. So what does that mean, Will and Dan? He's probably not a tech guy. He's probably decent at managing people, but he's not um, you know, used to even using email. And so you've taken all these people, whether it's a restaurant owner or a small business owner, and thrown them into a position where they have to deal with hundreds of different suppliers, um, hundreds of different workers, and they don't have the background and they don't even know that's an issue. So that's um, one that I find to be pretty crazy that retail, um, you know, restaurants, uh, tourism's another one as well. Um, tourism's getting hit all the time. They're going after the low-hanging fruit again. Um, I always say that. And... Um, you know, we're seeing it all across the board. I was talking to an MSP, I think it was last week or the week before, um, and they said manufacturing for them has been huge. They deal with a lot of the big automotive suppliers and just the fact that, you know, a lot of these different manufacturers have concept car designs and all of these things, they're becoming a target because everyone's trying to get that that classified data on the new electric vehicles, on the new concept cars and all of these things. And he was showing like all the demands of security that they have to put into the network. And one of them was phishing, uh, phishing defense. They had to have that. They had to be able to give reports on spoofing, on business email compromise. And like their vendors and the, the, like the, the bigger companies, they wanted to see what your results were every week. And they, they had to have this reporting and different things. So it's crazy to see the level of security, like you said, from like restaurants to retail to manufacturing to healthcare. I think our list could go on and on until we've hit every vertical, uh, because I don't think anymore that uh, it, it's it's just one particular particular vertical. Uh, it seems to just be, hey, we're putting you in a system, and whoever's in there is in there. Well, and and the big thing, I mean, we get these lists that come through. Uh, from, you know, companies like Gartner and some of the other publications that show us the top five or top 10 or even top 20 uh, different verticals that are getting hit. And, you know, if you are not part of that vertical, you think, oh, I'm okay. No, no, no. That means you just haven't been hit yet. I mean, uh, education three years ago wasn't even on the radar and now it's made the top five, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned manufacturing just now, and I think it's three out of every five manufacturers in 2020 were hit by some type of cyber attack doesn't mean they were actually breached, but they were hit by an attack. And so, you know, the big, the manufacturing companies, um, the, the large Coke and Pepsi's of the world, they've always been dealing with this stuff. And I don't know if you know this, but this is the first year that over 50% of the attacks that have happened worldwide are actually against small and medium sized businesses 
and they're not after going after those large scale businesses. So this is the first year, 2021, where it's kind of tipped the scales. Um, and now small and medium sized businesses are being hit more than the large scale businesses. And, and it's a good point. You've said a couple of things here, Miles, um, about the size and the scope. You know, you think about that smaller business under attack. And a lot of those folks, I, I hear this, people will say, um, my, I don't have anything that's valuable. You know, it, it's not worth anything to anybody. And it's just not the case. You know, the example you gave with the uh, the private school, I can tell you what it's worth. It's worth $16,000, right? If they paid it, you know, we can, yeah. we can, we can quantify it pretty easily. Uh, and the point being, the, the data is valuable to the owner of the data, right? If you start thinking about how are you going to run your business without it, we're all, you know, extremely tied in, extremely tied up with the computer. If it's not there, what do you get? What would you be willing to pay tomorrow to get it back and go back to business? Um, so, I mean, it's I think it's something that needs to uh, needs to be mentioned. Well, Will, you touch on a great point there because lots of people think, well, what what would they need of me for? Like, like you know, what kind of information could could they get from me? I mean, we have a local ski mountain here. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Whistler Blackcomb. It's uh, one of the largest ski mountains in all of North America. It's actually been number one the last couple of years, and it's about an hour and a half from Vancouver. They had a cyber attack this year, and for for four days, their um their whole POS system, their purchasing system, had gone down. So you couldn't log on and buy a ticket. And so not only did they lose revenue because there's ten other mountains they can go to within a few hour drive. So yeah. people didn't want to go there because they couldn't pre book because you know, there's obviously limits to how many people they'll allow up the mountains. So they not only lost millions of dollars in revenue, it's a, I think it's 195 bucks a day to ski. So they lost that. But then they also just lost, you know, their reputation. They look like, you know, like they've been doing something um, not quite up to snuff, I guess you would say. And I think that's the thing that people don't realize. Um, you know, there's a huge golf course and just outside of London that was hit. And uh, what they ended up taking was all of the members – uh, credit card information, uh, email addresses, um, and personal addresses. And we still don't know what they're going to be doing, these you know, these criminals, cyber criminals, with that information. But I'm guessing it's not to uh, write Christmas cards, I'll say that. Probably not. Probably you not. Know, and, and, and strictly from just a, a business conversation, let's take tech out of it all the way. Your, your example with the uh, ski resort, I would imagine people that were planning on going to ski that weekend, they probably skied somewhere else, right? So they exactly. went and sampled, they sampled the competitor and said, hey, maybe it is, this is okay. Maybe I like this all right, uh, which they maybe wouldn't have done if the uh, if the slopes had been functional. Yeah, and the big thing is, is that right after these attacks happen, guess what happens? These companies open up their bank accounts and say, we're ready to spend money. It's just sad they don't do it before. And I think yep. now companies are, are realizing the old cliche, it's not a question of if, but when. Sorry, Dan, I know you're going to say something. Well, there. no, it, you're kind of leading into it. So let's talk about this for a second, guys. Like, all right, this is great. I'm an MSP and, you know, you're telling me all these big resorts and you're telling me all these things. I have a customer with five, 10 users that I got to go in and somehow say this is going to cost them between, let's say, 50 and 100 bucks more a month. I mean, what? how does an MSP, you know, go in and talk about the value of, you know, automated fishing defense and like, what does that mean, you know, you know, in terms of when they go and talk to their customers? Will, I know you can jump in on this too, but like, I think that's the thing is, is that MSPs today are hit with so many things. I got to go in and do compliance. I've got to go in and do, you know, security. I've got to go in and, you know, work with HR and payroll because when that doesn't work and like we're tasked as an MSP to cover so much. 
How do we make sure that this is one of those key things and we can demonstrate the value to our customers? Yeah. So, I mean, I think on that one, um, I actually talked to um, a group of about 45 MSPs um, at an event here in Vancouver in December, and I had them raise their hand and I said, who has had um, an Amazon scam in the last year? And about half of the group raised their hand. And when I say Amazon scam, you get an email coming through saying, hi, it's it's Dan from uh, Powered Services, and I want you to uh, get a $100 gift card for our whole team, but don't tell anyone in finance. Pay for it this morning, and then I'll give you the cash back later today. And I've had that happen to me once, and that's not a lie. And so I had everybody in the room, there's about 45 MSPs, had them raise their hand. I said, who's had an email like that? And over half of them raised their hand. And I said, great. Now tell me who actually paid and three of them put their hand up and they said they lost a thousand dollars. And so to a lot of businesses, that's not a lot, but for these small businesses, it hit home. And immediately I said, would you, did you have a phishing solution in place? And they said, no. And I said, you know, if you had something in place with machine learning and AI technology, that would have been probably figured out because they would have realized it was a domain spoof and it wasn't actually from your boss or your HR department. And that really made people's uh, kind of eyes, you know, light up because they said, oh, wow, because these small businesses, they're going to be hit, whether it's now or whether it's in six months or 12 months. So, you know, everybody's going to have some type of phishing solution in place in the next two years. So why not get onto one now? I always say this when I give this little tidbit, tidbit and everyone laughs. I still use Hotmail for some of my uh for some of my emails and Hotmail this past year during the pandemic put a phishing button in place on their solution. And you can actually click it when you get a, an email that comes through that's phishing so that next time you won't get that same email. And I thought, wow, that's quite crazy that, you know, all the other technologies do it, but they don't show it. And Hotmail is actually showing that now. Yeah. There, uh, part of the messaging, Dan, I feel like is, you know, we can give you all kinds of statistics and show you that fishing's on the rise. There's, you know, they're getting better. They're very clever. They, they play on your emotions. You know, COVID-19 was a great example. We saw a, a huge spike in activity with that as a subject line. Why are, why are bad actors doing that? It's because it works, right? They catch it the wrong time. They catch you with the right uh, subject line, the right content, and they get through and it works. And part of the message there is, the bad actors not staying static. They're trying new stuff all the time. And if you're going to uh, stay ahead of the curve or at least stay even, you, you've got to do some things that are probably going to be different. You know, a new process, uh, a new product, new ways of doing things. And it, it's part of it. And it all goes back to that productive QBR meeting. You know, if you're having that productive meeting with your customer, you need to be telling them this. Hey, if I'm not coming in here with a new solution from time to time and telling you why, telling you what the threat is that we're addressing, we're really not doing our job for you. We're doing a bad job and you should start looking for somebody else. I mean, it's kind of just, um, it's that, that up front. Yeah. I, I just, I think that's the big thing is I think MSPs want to offer all these things. And I think to me, automated fishing defense, I would say 99% of the people I hear, it's a part of their standard MSP package now. Um, they're right. buying it they're putting it into their standard offering. It's not an optional a la carte thing. Um, it's something that needs to be a part of their current offering um, because it is, it's, it's a big part of the world we live in today. It's part of the, the call it the new norm or whatever you want to call it, where phishing emails are just going to continue to happen. Uh, we, we had a conversation miles with Minoj and we were talking about like, um, you know, security awareness training and just 
how the, like you said Amazon, but like I'm amazed that that one the Amazon gift card thing it's been around for years uh, for mm-hmm. iTunes and that and the amount of people that still fall for it with all the press, all the alerts, all the things that we're all I mean everywhere you look people are shouting from the mountaintop saying, "Hey, look, you know, this is happening, don't do it." And look, you had people raise their hands saying they paid it. And yeah. it's it's even with all of the stuff that we have out there, people are still falling for it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the big one that I don't know if you guys have heard out uh, heard about which is uh be, be it's been about a couple months now that this has been in play. Um, you know, teams. So a lot of people, I think it went from 44 million at the start of the pandemic to 75 million halfway through. Now we're at about 150 to 200 million users of teams. And when you sign up for teams, you obviously have your profile and you get a notification now in Outlook when there's um, a new message that comes in in teams and uh, the cyber criminals know this. So they're actually hacking in and actually sending those fake teams messages so you click on the link and you get sent through to a you know a malicious website so this is one of the new ones because you know during the pandemic remote workers people are now using teams more and more and this is an area that you know these cyber criminals are trying to exploit well even on the phishing emails you know you think about it um we're talking about like sharepoint um like in teams like all those things everyone's sharing documents and sharing things in those things you get them they look real I mean, and you're used to getting those SharePoint things. It's it's all tough thing now to go and decipher. Is it from the right domain? Is it from the right person? Like it's becoming harder for people that even work in the industry know this stuff is real. We fall for it on, on those things. So it's real important to have these systems in place um, because it's just it's getting more and more and more sophisticated. And I think. You know, you hit on that early on, and we wanted to talk about it. I think we shared some ways that people are leveraging it, hot markets. So if you're an MSP, you really should be looking at having a phishing defense. If you don't have it as a part of your stack, I think it's a big competitive disadvantage you have uh, going up against some competitors because um, it's going to be an easy, quick win of something that differentiated them. So uh, definitely want to look to have that as a part of your stack. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I, uh, I love that advice. I mean, I obviously champion that when I'm out in the field, when I'm at events. And I mean, when I first started doing the events, I would say about half of the people knew about us and knew about phishing solutions. But now it's turned into something that, you know, like you said, everyone's got to have some type of phishing solution in their stack. And, you know, secure email gateways were something that was popular for years. And they just haven't really evolved like uh, a phishing solution. And you know, two or three years ago, you couldn't even name a phishing solution. And now there's, you know, six to 10 of them out there that are becoming more and more popular. So, well, hell, Hotmail even has a button. I mean, come on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm laughing a little bit. My wife sent me a text while we're in this, in this podcast, and it's got a link in it. And it says, Hey, one of my friends sent this to me. We can get free COVID tests sent to us at home. Click on it. And it's obviously bad. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm not clicking on that. I send a note back. I'm like, you realize I tell people not to do this all day long. So, I mean, it's happening in real time. And I understand they made the announcement today. I think, uh, you know, the U.S. government's going to actually is going to send you some, but somebody's already yeah, trying to I mean, capitalize it, on it. And that's what happens. It's going to happen now that tax season's in place. We're going to see the yep. IRS emails and phishing. I mean, it's, you got the W-2 scams that come around at this time of year. Uh, I mean, all of these things, they prey on whatever is going on in the news and they just leverage it. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the news day to day. 
So it's better just to have the systems in place to help us be alerted uh, to when new scams and new things start to come out. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you know, I'll probably end on this, Will, um, but smishing attacks are becoming more and more popular. And that's an SMS phishing attack. And why? Your click rate. 98% of people will open a text message. Only 20% will actually open an email. So cyber criminals know this. So they're actually designing up their... um, their malicious links to send through through phones. And that's yeah. something that we're seeing more and more these days. You know, I've, I've had some, I could talk to you for hours about different ones. I had one on Instagram come through, which is a business email compromise or spoofing. So they're trying everything they can, whether it's Teams, whether it's email, whether it's phone, whether it's uh, Instagram. So it's all, uh, they're using everything they can. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that uh, Dan, go ahead. Do you have something else to add there? No, go ahead. All right. It was just uh, so uh, probably a good place to wrap up, like you said, Miles, and um, we'll definitely have you back. I know it's a fascinating subject. Things are changing all the time. You know, we'd like to get an upgrade from you at uh, some point in the future and, uh, you know, hope you'll come back. Yeah, Miles, I think we need to have you back. We're going to announce here shortly yeah. to some of our guest speakers at uh, that are going to be at Connect IT Global this year. There's some big things in the work there. And uh, we just don't have enough time in this show to talk about it. So let's have a show that's dedicated to nothing but that and uh, talk about the things we're looking forward to and why people should look at coming to Connect and what the, what the benefits are. Sounds like a great idea. I love it. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. This was a fun episode. Uh, and again, hopefully you've got something going on in, in, in your stack around phishing. Uh, it, it's something that's really important, and it's a, it's a major advantage that's, uh, that's out there for those MSPs that have it. So until next time, everyone, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Powered Services Podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you liked today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.